Hi. Okay. So we're just gonna wait a minute or so, see if we can get um, some people online before I start. You know, we gotta start with this theme song. Oh, I know, I like it. Yes. And I'm gonna see, I'm still getting a little bit of feedback from there, but we'll see. Okay. So Aisa, how are you? I'm good. Are you good? Well, you look beautiful, I must say. I am too. I'm excited. Okay. Hey guys. You guys I know. Hello. I see. I see a couple people um, are joining us. I'm excited about that. Um, so Miss Aisa, we're gonna go ahead and get started. Yes. But first, like a go. But first, we gotta start with the with the theme song that okay. I created, especially for this podcast. And with the quotes, we create kind humans who speak kindness, show kindness, be a kind human, be a kind human. I just love that. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> I mean that's just so perfect. I think the end is my favorite part, actually. Um, say that one more time, Aisa. Be a kind human. Yes, be a kind human. That's my. Um, that's really my goal for everybody, is that we would be kind both to ourselves and to other people. Um, so you are actually my first live guest on What the Quote. <laughs> I really am so honored. I mean, thank you so much. That just, that means so much to me. You are my first live guest, Miss Aisa. And so I wonder if we might give them a little introduction um, about how we met. Yeah, that would be great. What do you think? I was thinking about that too today when I was getting ready. So, so you want to go or do you want me to go? You go. Okay. It's just so amazing for me how things just fall into place as they should. Yes. Um, so last year, uh, I decided that I wanted to take my healing to another level. And I decided to go to IVISD, which is a program that Iyanla Van Zandt started 20 five years ago, maybe. Right. And so um, it is very, um, experiential. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to. So have you found that word? No, it's very experiential. So everybody's experience is different. That's right. And um, it's a lot of healing from thought patterns from uh, being on auto mechanic, you know, being on auto responding. And so in this class, I was in with a group of young ladies and Aisa joined. And I don't know, it, you know, outside of the fact that I thought her hair was beautiful, she just seemed to be this light. And then um, 
I don't know. I just, there was a connection there for me almost immediately. Um, and we've moved, since then, we've moved into the second and final year of class. And uh, we're in small group and we're close sister friends and we pray together. And so it's, it's a great journey. It's, you say that because that's exactly it. Like you, I never had, you know, um, sisters. Um, I'm an only child. I had to have a half sister. And so I find that this is so much like that. Yeah. A half sister. Yeah. From another mister. So yeah. <laughs> and just, uh, and just, yeah. just, you know, the ability to be able to connect on such a deep level. Yes. Um, to some incredible women who are on the same journey and doing and really focusing on um, the same things that you're focusing on, which is healing and uh, sharing your light. Yes. And that's pretty intense and it's pretty powerful too. So. It is. It is. And I think unbeknownst to either one of us, as far as what the other was doing, we or both in the midst of doing a podcast. You know, that's the craziest thing. <laughs> like, who knew? The craziest thing that I thought to myself, I can't believe it. It's what I was doing a podcast too. I know. And we, know. we just came about it at this, it, it felt like it was like simultaneously. Yes. And, and really not even knowing that we were doing that. Yes. And so I'm just, I'm just grateful. I'm yeah. grateful that we're on this journey because it's different for me. Yeah. And um, to be able to to blossom was key. Yes. And so it's great to do it with you. Yes. I'm right there with you. Um, so before we get into the, the business of the quotes. The business of the quote. I think yeah. maybe the, the feedback. Are you getting feedback? I, I am. So I, I don't know if maybe let me try, let me try something with this here. Are you guys hearing feedback? Those who are on Instagram, are you guys hearing any feedback? Hearing any feedback? I don't know. So I'll try. We'll we'll try. I'm still getting feedback. So I don't know, Instagram, we, we might have to see you later. <laughs> Cause I think it's for the, on the Instagram that we're getting feedback. Are we, give me one second. Let me just, okay. all these fun things happen when you go live. I know. Can you still hear me? I can. Okay. So that should help. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So what we're going to do now is, um, I wanted this podcast to look and sound a lot like me and entail the things that I like to do. One of the things that I like to do is dance. I know. And so um, I don't know that I have just the music, but uh, even so, we're going to take a quick break and dance just for maybe 10 or 15 seconds. You okay. ready? I thought you were going to say minutes. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're going to dance. Let's get rich. 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 Let
Okay, so. Girl, you know, I would have kept on dancing there. I know. Because that music was pretty good. Yes, it's a beautiful thing. So um, now that we, you know, got our hearts moving and releasing any stress we might have had, uh, let's talk about quotes. Let's do it. Yes, so I um, love quotes. Uh, they have inspired me. They have uplifted me. They've helped transform me. And so on my Instagram page, I have a plethora of quotes that um, I believe inspire me and other people. And I really just wanted to bring that to uh, this platform so that, you know, it might be uh, an avenue to transform other people's lives the way quotes have transformed mine. So the quote that you sent me was, and the day came when the risk of remaining tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom by Ananias Nin. I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly. So Aisa, I want to first ask you, what is it about that quote that you love? I mean, you read it and I'm just like, wow. It's so intense. Yes. For me to even read it, to hear it actually. And um, this quote came across my uh, path probably about 15 years ago when I first explored it and when I was doing coaching with women entrepreneur, you know, leaders. And, and uh, I remember thinking to myself, wow, that's so true. There's so many people, including myself, yes, tend to be more comfortable with staying um, in that bud, so to speak, you know, that tightness yes, as opposed to really blossoming. And, um, but th there, there comes a day and there really comes a day for, I think each and every one of us where it's more uncomfortable and it's more painful to stay that way. than it takes not particularly to blossom, but the risk, because that I think is the key word for me. It's always yeah. like this sense of like, is it going to work? Is it going to come together? Yes. Am I going to do it? Yes. Am I going to be successful? So it's more painful than the risk it takes to blossom. We all know it's going to blossom. It may not be how you think it may, but it's going to blossom. Yes. The difference is that risk of it. Yes. And so it's so funny that you mentioned coaching because... I want to ask, so as you are talking to your clients about coaching and they get to this point where they're at the fork in the road and either they choose to remain the same or to make a different choice, when they're at that cross road of do I change or do I stay the same? What is something that you have brought to their attention? A question maybe um, that really made the, the choice rise to the occasion 
Mm. Because I think all of us, you know, even myself, you know, we've been on this whole transformation um, journey mm-hmm. <laughs> last year. And the parts that I want, that I have a desire to change, they're deep rooted, they're deep seated, uh, they're uh, automatic. And so I just want to f- want to find out as you're dealing with your clients, how do you <clears throat> give them the push or just allowing them to kind of consider what it's going to take for them to take that step? You know, that's such a great question because I think that um, oftentimes you hear and you think about coaching and you think that it's something that is really, um, you know, the skies open up and then yeah, yeah, and then things change, automatically change. And you're like, well, that was time well spent. Yes. Uh, but it, it, it actually is an internal allowing. Um, and so the question was, um, what do I say? Mm-hmm. Or what is it that comes about to ignite that change? And so for 18 years, I've been experiencing, particularly women, but men as well, that there is a cyclical very much um, uh, uh, recycling of events, times, situations that happen over and over again. They're different characters, they're different people. They're different, um, you know, there could be different environments. You could be older. Yeah. Yonla calls it different levels. Different levels, right? But there's this this cycle that happens. Yes. And there's an awareness that comes about at one point where you're like, okay, I may have to, I I may be playing a part in this. And so as soon as you, um, you know, the first step is just getting a coach. I mean, really that's the first step, but as soon as you go ahead and, you know, have that awareness, then that's when things start to shift. And what you find is that you have a lot of people who want external results without doing any internal work. Yep. And that really is that really is an issue because yep. it potentially can not support you the way you want to. And uh, you know, so you know, my premise and you know the way I coach is really focused on. Um, the simplicity of, of life and, you know, really grounding yourself in that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, yeah, you, you know, it's, it's a gentle process if you allow it to be. Sometimes yeah. you may not think it's a gentle, but it could be much worse most of the time. Yes. And it's so funny that you say that because I, th- I think that when I was listening to you talk, something that came up for me was, in a lot of my transforming, I went from blaming other people to realizing, oh shoot, it's really me. I you know, know, it's a sad day. <laughs> it's a sad day. <laughs> it's a, it is a sad and like, day. I can't, it's, it's, it's not that person or this situation or because this happened to me, you know, it really is a sad day. It's, it's a great day when you look back on it. But at the time it's happening, 
that so much. Oh my gosh, it is not so great. And so what, one of the things that I um, am really open to for myself and also for other people that I may be speaking with is, are you saying a lot that blame that that is around blaming other people right and so if you are if your conversation is about what they did what they said how how they treated you if that's the the majority of your conversation that might be a place to look that might be a starting point right exactly because it, it, at, at some point there has to there's there's somebody kind of you know tapping saying hey and so the more we cover up and the more that we don't want to look at it it's a lot of work by the way you know it's not simple it's a lot of work but you know if we can condition ourselves to know that the work will be fruitful and not think that it's for nothing yes. then the work is needed and necessary and it happens whether you whether you um, this is why i said earlier that there's a certain level of grace that you want to happen in the transitions of things right yes i do believe that um there's always there will always be a time whether we um do it on our own or whether it's unfortunately quote unquote forced upon us and in, in, or not forced upon us but we We've gotten to that place where we have not, um, you know, been honest and truthful with, our, with ourselves. That yeah. we will have that day of reckoning within, you know, and it's it's called rock bottom. So, you know, we can uh, <laughs> we can go ahead and uh, you know move in in delight and acceptance and awareness. Yes, but it usually doesn't come that way. It usually comes by, you know you know, just total default of like, oh my gosh, I've got to do something about this because it's really, really causing havoc in my household, in my home, in my, you know, work, in my body and whatever. Yes. And then there's, um, and then there's an acceptance in that, you know, and that's, that's the beautiful thing. You're just really, 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 you accept where you're at and you're just like, all right, well, this, this is what I got to do. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny, you mentioned uh, the body, and I can remember last year, I was having excruciating back pain. And it wasn't until I was in class one weekend and had a new awareness about something that had happened in the past and just had a total breakdown, tears, mm -hmm. not. I mean, <laughs> it was just—it was not—it was not a pretty situation. But I—I I remember that was really the last time that I felt the pain. Wow, that's pretty so cool. It was almost. Are you, okay, I'm hearing a little feedback. It was almost as if it was almost as if me really going into the hurt and and feeling the pain and and crying the tears 
that that released the pain that was in my body? Well, I have to say that um, I'm just okay. I have to say that once as an acknowledgement, you see, I know this for sure because I can understand with the back problem that you we hold tension and energy in our body, and our body never forgets stuff. Yeah, we may forget it, but our body never forgets it. So um, there is a somatic way of dealing with stuff, particularly in coaching. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Um, and we should not be amiss in that when you are supporting or looking for a coach that you work with someone that is taking that entire piece, your whole entire person into account. Yes. Um, so that body piece is huge, but there is a, there's release and there is, um, you know, there's, there's, there is a, an ability of healing that comes forth from that. Yeah. You know, so there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You it can is. go ahead and you can recover. Yes. You know, and that's, that's the gift. Yes. You know, it's a really important thing to, you know, hold on to mm -hmm. that all is not lost and that you can, um, you don't have to have the pain forever. It's just not like that. Yes. Um, oh, woe is me. You know, that mentality um, can be um, healed, cleaned up, cleaned out. It can be happen. Yes. And, you know, even the, the quote when it says the risk to remain tight in a bud, mm -hmm. you know, it also reminds me of, I don't remember. Well, I think it was, in, I think I heard it in church. Maybe Pastor Johnson said that. I think it was maybe in church that if you're if you're holding your hands tight, mm -hmm. what you have, but you can't let anything else, you can't let any more good in. That's right. And you can't reach to help someone else. Absolutely. And so it reminds me of the that budding process, which is on the way to blossoming, but there can be, it's it's a metamorphosis, it's a change that happens during that period of time. That's right. It's, um, it's pretty spectacular to see. You know, when my kids, I have twins and uh, we bought- Can we just say amen for the twins? Amen for the twins. They are the, I tell you, they have They have purpose. When they came here on earth, yes. they, have, they had a purpose <laughs> to get their mom out. Love it. Of that bud, yes, and blossom. That was their purpose. I'm sure for yeah. me it was. I, they have their own purpose, but whew. I know. But you know, it's we bought uh, the the butterflies, the not even the butterflies, but the caterpillars. Yeah. From um, we watched this whole metamorphosis, you know, of transformation and how you know they grew and then they turned to chrysalis and. You know, then they became butterflies and then we let them go and I almost forgot to feed them. <laughs> yeah. But the, the whole point of it is they survived, they yes. flew away. Yes. Um, but there was massive change yeah. in that process. Yes. And you know, we learn about that at six years old. Yes. And if we can only hold on to it, yeah. To know that we don't we don't stay caterpillars the whole time. You know, there's a movement and a growth that happens. 
Yes. I think a lot of healing or a lot of blossoming comes from the ability to be, the ability to remember. Talk more about that, Aisa. You know, there's a, there's a, a, there's oftentimes because of life, because of the society we live in, because of how life is and the expectations um, that are placed upon us and that we place upon ourselves, that there is a cloudiness in life, mm. you know? And so that goes back to my premise of living simply and yes. simply living you know, this simplicity that comes forth from just knowing that we do know the answers and not allowing the cloudiness to, hit, you know, cover our vision. You know it. You learned it at six. And, I mean, you know, you know to go before that, you know, to continue to go before that, we knew it. Yes. You know, when we were born, we knew we would be fed. Yes. Because that's the expectation. And that's Absolutely. what we've always been. We've always yes. been taken care of, warmth and, and, and fed. And so you cry and you get what you need. Your basic needs are met, yes. you know, and held and loved. And so I think that, you know, part of the intention is to remember. Just remember. Even when yes. you have the words, just kind of, yes. you know, get yourself down to, just remember. And it's so funny that you say that because, you know, I, I am fascinated with small humans. I mean, and I, and I am because to me, they are the purest form of love and self-love. They know exactly what they want, when right. they want it, how they want it, how long they want it. <laughs> And whether or not they want to give it to you. <laughs> and when you talk about remembering, I know for me, that really hits home because for years, I was more concerned about the thoughts and the feelings of other people. Instead can, of I, I'm shaking my head right now. Yes. Those of you who are listening on the podcast, I'm shaking my head right now in agreement, in full agreement. Yes. Instead of remembering who I truly am and what really matters to me. And so when I look at small humans who, you know, and, and this goes out to all of the parents who have small humans who are either their children or grandchildren, really, they are who we spend a lifetime trying to get back to. That playful spirit and, you know, how, the, I mean, just that their whole being of being a child, you know, that for me is the remembering part because I'm 52. You could not. I, I, Listen. You, I was like, no way. There can't yes. be. Yes, ma'am. 52, just now getting back to when I was seven. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because that is, you know, I, I say that that's where the magic is, is really 
getting in tune and remembering, like you said, that's what it's really about is remembering who we really are. The one thing, it's so funny you, you say that about kids because I am too fascinated with them. I mean, they are incredible. They are so funny and they are so intentional. They know exactly what they want, like you said. Yep. And so my degree um, is in child development and I worked with sick kids. That's why you have twins. <laughs> I have twins. I was like, okay, so here, you want yes. to yeah so anyway so i remember working and thinking um they're just so fascinating because i worked with sick kids in the hospital and they would say no and my job was to support them in saying no mm -hmm. they have many choices yes so waking them up in the middle of the night so that you can draw some blood was a mm -hmm. no not in their bed not in their bed yeah. right i mean just think wow. about it you have a you know a four-year-old sleeping yeah. and the doctor, somebody comes in and takes your blood in your bed and you're sleeping you know so yes. the, the traumatization of mm -hmm. that piece of it all was really important to me but there was a clear boundary that they set like no boundary. i don't want to do Ooh. that yeah and we lose that as we get older we lose boundaries oh. we lose memory yeah. we, lose, we yeah. lose playfulness yes you know we lose the time we we push the play away yes and you know then, yeah it's so funny that you say that i remember i i I watched, I was watching an episode of The Red Table, and I think that's what it was. And Will Smith was talking about Willow and how, you know, remember, I whip my head like, you know. <laughs> you know, that song that she had. And, you know, she got signed by Jay-Z and it was a great, you know, this great thing. And so she did a couple shows and still maybe had a few shows to do. And she was like, okay, I'm finished. And you know, her parents were like, no, Willow, like we signed a contract, whatever. She's like, no, I'm fit. Like, I'm I'm fin I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. it for me. I want to go home. You Thanks know, for that. And, yeah. And it was this whole thing of, you know, and she asked specifically, so it doesn't matter what I wanted. Mm. You know? And so it really that took me back again to how. Right we as adults, we push through the things that um, are, I say, my insides, mm -hmm. uh, my intuition, my knowing. Um, mm -hmm. Olivia Pope might say her gut. Yeah. You know, we push past all that just to do. And I think that, you know, I'm not so sure that that is what we need to be doing as often as we are doing it. Right. I believe, and I agree with you on that. And that time, that releasing of that playfulness, that happens at a very young age. Yes. That magic is taken from you in certain times. You know, it's, um, it's, um, often is taken traumatically, but often it's not. 
Yeah. Often it's just like, uh, yeah, no, you can't do that. You have to do this. You have you to do what? it now. Yes. It's because I said you have to do it. Yes. And yes. even if you have a coloring book, you have to come. That's why they make the lines. You got to stay inside the lines. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yes. So anyway, true. sorry to interrupt you, but yes. No, but it's so true. I see it. So I have six-year-olds now. And forever in a day, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Am I doing it right? What am I doing? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Because, you know, it's like when you worked in the hospital, but you're not the doctor or the yeah. nurse. And you know a little bit. And it's really dangerous because you think you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You really don't. It's the same thing with parenting. You're like, I think I know, you know? Yeah. And so for me, it's been this kind of, you know, checking myself yes. all the time of what I'm doing and how I'm coming across and allowing them to be free yes, in a way that also protects them. Because I, I believe that, you know, the intentions of our parents and those, those caregivers around us, um, for the most part, not completely and totally, right. but for the most part was to protect us. Yes. And they screwed it up most of the time. <laughs> yes. And so, and then we're here and like everyone else. Yes. I right? have my share of screwing up, Andre. Right, yes. right, right. You know. And you know what they say? There's this great book that I read. It's like a workbook. I have to look I don't remember the name or the author, so I apologize for not having it's okay. this. So if we find it, I'll add it in the notes. Okay, great. So yeah. But it's and I can look for it. I have it somewhere in the archives of my books. Okay. But it talks about that there's always a trauma that happens. And if there was no physical, emotional trauma, there's always the birth. Yes, which is very traumatic. Traumatic, right? Wow. We talk about the trauma for the mom, but it's tra traumatic for the child yes. as well, the baby, the infant. So going back to us and that magic and the, you know, we're always, so there's, it's, it's not like there's a perfect person or someone who hasn't gone through this stuff. Yeah. So if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here. How did I get here? What can I do? How can I change? Whatever the case is. Just know that everybody's at the same place you are, so to speak. <laughs> you know, and I mean, some people look different and they kind of come across as different, but everybody's going through the same stuff. Yes. And so really now the goal is just to clean it up and to go forward so that yeah. you can actually play and serve. Yes. You know, life. it's so funny. It reminds me of a um, I, one of my good friends, Donna, we both have one child and her thing is which I totally connected to. She was like, this is my first one. Right. <laughs> I get, I get a like, listen, this is my first one. Right. I don't, you know, listen, we're trying to get through this the best way we know how. And it's so funny because sometimes, you know, my son is 28. And so people are like, how did you? I'm like, listen, <laughs> you got to get through the best way you know how. <laughs> yeah. And like, and nobody gives you directions. Yes, like I don't have any shoulda woulda. The only shoulda woulda sure. that I can, I can come up with is talk to them and be there with them. That's about all. After that, right? You know, I don't because right. every child is different. Every parent is different. You know what I gave to him, somebody else. You know, I mean, it's just 
you just, we are both alive. That is about all that, I can do. <laughs> we, we both made it. We both made it. Yeah. Yes. Because and we're all doing the best we can. We can. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so to the quote, you're doing the best you can, but then that day comes when you know that there's more. Yes. And then you yes. have to take the risk. Yes. And so, Aisa, what does more look like for you in your life right now? You know, it's interesting that you asked that question because um, for me, more looks like talking. It looks like sharing. It looks like, yeah, it, it looks like using my voice. And the events over the last three or four months have been huge in that. Yes. Because there is no stopping the energetic force that's happening within our, within myself mm -mm. and within outside of me, within my community, within the country, within the world. Yep. There's, no, there's no force that's going to stop the creation of what's happening right now. Absolutely. And so I had to say to myself, am I a part of that creation? Mm -hmm. Am I a part of the new beginnings or am I a part of, I'm not a part of that? And that was a huge question for me because, you know, everything has transitioned. So when I was growing up, you know, I remember my grandmother saying to me like, oh my gosh, these computers and, you know, who's doing this stuff? What, what internet, what is that? You know, there was yes. such resistance. Yes. There was so much resistance. Yeah. I remember thinking like, what is wrong? Like, it's just <laughs> the computer, grandma, get on the internet. Like, get over, it. Get over yeah. it. Yeah. But you know what? Now <laughs> with social media, the way it. that it has been, I mean, it's taken off so much and completely, right? But I remember in the beginning, like, no, I'm pretty comfortable. Can I, I mean, I'll do my little Facebook posts and do this yeah. and that. But, you know, I'm not really a social media person and selfie all the time. And I'm not I'm not making judgments. I'm just saying that Absolutely. just wasn't, it wasn't in my wheelhouse. It wasn't something that was really, you know, accustomed to doing. And yeah. then it was just like, okay, things are changing. Things are changing. And so what are you going to do? Yes. And so me moving into this, um, this place of allowing was huge in the process of me expressing my gifts. And like everyone else, we all have gifts. Yes. And I, you know, took a long time. And that's a judgment on myself. But, you know, everything is in divine order and at the right time, at the right place. But I still felt like, okay. You know, it, it wasn't even a choice this time around, you know, because I've been thinking about doing, using my voice yes. in other ways for a while. I would say since the twins were born, like, how am I going to transition? I'm, I'm changing. I'm a new person. There's a yes. lot of new things that I've learned that I'm growing. How do I use that now? And I couldn't, um, I couldn't really pinpoint it. But since, um, since March, mm -hmm. um, there has been a force within that is unstoppable. And so I decided to do what I do well, which is coach. Um, and I've always been coaching. I've been coaching for 18 years. But I've been coaching in a very um, 
very interesting way to those I love and care and know. Yeah. And who they know and love and care. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, yes, here's Aisa. She's a great coach. And so yeah. I had a very small clientele, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yes. And it was only by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So my client base grew and grew and grew, but I, I never posted on social media. I, I, you know, I would support those who were interested and really my business has grown because of word of mouth, but now it's different. Now I decided it's on purpose. It's intentional. Yes. And um, I'm just really putting everything that, um, that I've learned and that I can see that I know works Mm -hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. So that I can share and serve, really, that's what it comes down to. And so my call to action is to uh, support people um, in healing. And for me, the revolution is this. It's the joy. Yes. You know, you can, um, you can, uh, you can be a revolutionist, so to mm-hmm. speak and be joyful yes and freedom and create that you know radical healing is being joyful yes. and so i decided that i was going to do it yeah and so i i'm in the process of um i'll start a course on what that looks like on a very you know specific based level yep I'm starting a podcast, which I'm really excited about. Tell them the name. I so the name the of the name. podcast, I thank you so much, is called The Gift to Shift. Mm-hmm. The Gift to Shift is really about uncovering the process of what it takes to pivot and shift, especially when it's not easy. Yes. And it is really um, talking to ordinary humans who are... Um, who have pivoted and who have shifted and who are changing and are transforming and looking at them in regards to what it took for them to do that. Yes. So that when we look on social media or we're having conversations with other people, we tend to, you know, make it up in our heads that this is something that just happened. And it's not, there's a process. It is. It's a process. And if, it, you know, the process part is usually not spoken about. You're usually talking about, look at where I was and look at where I'm at now. Yes. And people will say, well, how did you do that? And it can be very, they're usually very blanket answers. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I made sure that I did X, Y, and Z. And I, you know, put down a plan of action and, you know, I, you know, wrote some affirmations. <laughs> People are like, what? Yes. How did that happen? Yes. I want to know because I want that too. Yes. And so we're really looking at having conversations with those who are intentional about their work and are passionate about it. And then uncovering the process of what it took to actually get there. What yes. that looks like and what other people can do. And using those tools to be able to share and serve. And so um, I'm really, really excited about it. And it's a way for me to be able to show people what transformation really looks like. Yes. Instead of just talking about it. So that will drop it. September 1st. I'm excited. Yay. 
I'm equally as excited. I'm equally as excited. And I'm excited because, you know, in listening to you speak, the one prayer or desire that I would have for everyone listening is that you would make the decision and the choice that 2020 be a year like no other year. That's that, right. you, that you leave out of 2020 differently than what you claim because this year is going to be in the history books. That's right. And so what end of the history, what part of the history are you going to be a part of? Yes. Like where, where is your, no, seriously, you're absolutely yes. right. 2020 yes. is the year people are like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this year to be over. And I'm like, I am here for it all. Yes. I am here for it all. And I'm going to do whatever it is that I need to do in order yes. to make this a year. Yes. That I can look back and think that was the pivot year for me. Yes, yes. And giving, because this is a yeah. year of transformation. That's right. Everything is changing. That's right. And that's energy. It is. And it you're is. either going to watch it go by. Yes. <laughs> you're going to say, oh, look yes. at that. Look, <laughs> look at how interesting that is. Or yes. look at, wow, I can't believe this is happening. Yes. Are you going to use the energy for good Yes. and use it to allow it to propel you Yes. to get to where it is that you want to go. Absolutely. Because this is the perfect time. This is the perfect time to start creating. And I say this a lot, but I really, really mean that this is the perfect time to create a life that you love and that you want to live because nobody's going to do it for you. That's right. We're all trying to create the life that we want to live. <laughs> so yeah. we don't and have it, to, you know? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, nobody's going to create it for you. You have to do the work. And the work is actually quite rewarding. It is. So those people who are intentional about the work, are the people that you need to be around. Yes. You know, because you want to be in the presence and um, connected to people who are shifting and pivoting yes. and moving and yes. creating. And it may not be perfect, yes. but it's going to happen. Yes. And, and so those, here's, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Aisa, go ahead. No, I just wanted to say that that's what we talked about yesterday, remember? Yeah. We're like, it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to happen. Listen, it, I thought know, to myself, that's a perfect <laughs> word. That's so true. We're trying is. to get the technical stuff yes. all together. I'm just trying to use my mic here and I didn't want to just use the computer and I'm trying to do the interface and all this. And you're like, okay, great. And then you say, you know what? This is going to happen. However, it may not be perfect, but it's going to happen. And that is, is essentially the yeah. way that things, you know, that's the outlook. You know, perfectionism is, needs to be tossed away. <laughs> Where is she? Perfectionism. I mean, we can have, let's just, mm, there's oh a lot God. more. Listen, that that word right there, that I am in recovery for that. Girl, I hear you. And because even, so 
Aisa and I were talking yesterday and she's like, what if the twins come in? And I was like, listen, if the twins come in, they might have a quote for us. Which is, <laughs> I'm so happy you said that. We, I was like, you know what? We, probably right. They would have they a good probably, quote too. The twins probably have a word for what the quote <laughs> podcast. I'm just saying. But part of my journey this year has been releasing that. Mm -hmm. Releasing perfection, mm -hmm. releasing trying to get it right and trying to forget all of that. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, when I look back on 2020, for me, I, I, it's going to be a year of releasing mm -hmm. perfection yeah. and hiding because that's what mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot of hiding. And, you know, when you talked about using, <laughs> when you talked about using your voice, you know, like, you know, I would just post quotes on Instagram. I would just post them. Wouldn't say anything about them. You didn't see my face. And people were like, but who, who what do you look like? Because it's just a bunch of words on the page. I would never do it. And so that's one of the one of the transforming things that are that's happening um, is, you know, to take a minute and stop and say, OK, how have I been acting? And What's another way that I could possibly act? Mm -hmm. What's something else that I could possibly do that would help me blossom mm -hmm. Absolutely. Instead, of, instead of remaining in a tight bud? Okay, so I, Issa, you know, I decided that, you know, I was going to have a coaching corner. I was going to put, oh, I said I was going to, I said I was going to have a I said I was gonna have a coaching hat, but then I don't really... coaching hat. That's why. I said. That's a, that looks like a handmade hat. Is but it a handmade? So I got my. Uh, I got my. Is hair. it reversible? Because then it's. Because <laughs> then it's a really cool hat. It is reversible. You see, I know it. You have to make sure that it's multiple you know, purposes. So I decided that so great. when I put on my coaching hat that I would give the listeners, <laughs> the people on the podcast, I'm, I'll try to take a picture of it so you can see my hat, but um, because I want to leave them with a tool. So usually mm -hmm. I would give them a tool okay. um, that refers to the quote so that they have a tool to leave with to work on. So, but it, since, you know, you are the coach extraordinaire, I would like for you, and so here's here's why I give them a tool and why I talk about being kind is because mm -hmm. kindness is for you and it's also about you being kind to yourself and you being kind to other people. Mm -hmm. So what is a tool or a takeaway that you could give them that they could work on until until the next episode? Well, I think one of the biggest takeaways that particularly now, because of what's going on in our country and what's going on from the pandemic perspective and also from the race issues that we're having, yes. that there is a way to be able to recover. Yes. There's a lot of trauma happening right now. Yes. And there is a way to recover. Yes. 
And oftentimes, um, it's it's outside, but all the time, it's within. Oh boy! Yes. And so I think that for me, you know, there are specific things that help me to recover, and I'll tell you just two. Um, yeah. One is that you, and I mentioned this earlier about living simply, mm -hmm. living simplicity, um, that you just be still, you know? I mean, just be still yeah. and take a breath. You know, we're rushing, we're getting up, the alarm is going off, we got things to do, we have to, you know, do this and do that and do that for this person and that person and we're parents or grandparents or you know just serving so many other people just sit and just be still for a second you know i think that will create so much simplicity and clarity yes take a, breath. Take a deep breath meditate yeah yes and, um and the other thing is is that um you know realize that after going within there is a going outside of you to be able to get support yes because what I know to be true because it happened is that there is a conversation that we have within our heads oh boy you're gonna make me throw this hat at you I either okay, go ahead <laughs> But the conversation is just with you and yourself. And yeah. you're having a conversation, you have you have the beginning and the end. You have written all the stories about it. They're chapters. Yes. And you it's just been a conversation, just you. Yes. You know, stay out of your head. It is yes. a dangerous place to be without <laughs> the proper support. And supervision. Get yes. yourself a support system. Get yourself yes. a coach. Get yourself yes. someone that can support you in the process yes. of progress and not perfectionism. Absolutely. It just needs to be progressive. You just need to progress. Yes. You don't need to be perfect. And so sometimes the incessant conversations that you're having with yourself, you need to just get support of tools of what it is that you need, but meditation, being still and finding support, yep. knowing that you will recover are, you know, my two takeaways from this. Awesome. And um, yeah. I love that. I love it. So be still, get quiet, meditate, breathe, and mm -hmm. then get some support, you know, and I have found that it's in that stillness and quietness that that's when God speaks to me the most. That's right. Because when I'm praying, I'm doing a lot of the talking. Is that the truth? But it's not until I get still and quiet and pray that mm -hmm. I'm able to hear the guidance that mm -hmm. He is giving me. Mm -hmm. A lot of the talking, a lot yeah. of the asking, yeah. a lot of the demanding. Yes. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of the minds, you know, and you're right. It's the it's in the it's in the whispers. It's in yes. the quietness of things that we really, really are able to gather. Yes, yes. I, Isa, it has been such 
a joy talking to you um, these few short minutes. And I can't wait. No, it just feels like we were just on. It's almost been an can hour. We, can we just continue to talk? <laughs> I just want to talk some more. I know. I have so much to share. I know. I'm talking I with you. No, I know. I, I love, love it. We create kind humans. Yes. I, <laughs> yes. I want to be a kind human too. You are a kind human. Yes. Yes. And so I want uh, you to tell everybody how they can stay connected to you. Well, you can. Thank you, Tawana. Yeah. Um, go to thegifttoshift.com. Actually, it's gift to shift. There's no the. So it's gift to shift.com and uh, sign up there. You'll get notifications. I'm currently doing interviews. I'm so excited about the people that are going to be on, including the woman that I'm talking to right now. I can't. Yeah, that would be you. So yes, go to gift to shift.com and, um, you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, um, that's Twitter and LinkedIn. That's the handles for everything. Um, and uh, yeah, there's good things coming. You know, there's attention to serve and to to help support and to clear and to use my gifts like you're using yours. Yes, you know, is really part of what this new world is going to look like. Yes, it is. It is because when we when we rise up, that's right. We give other people an example of how to rise. That's right, and it's not perfect. And it is mine is not. <laughs> no one is. No one's is. Listen, that's, that's I'm Instagram. <laughs> I thought I was going live on Instagram. I could not figure all that out, so I had to stop this. Well, we're on live on Facebook, no? We are live on Facebook, yes. And so here, listen. So as we close, yes, I need you to. I need everybody who's listening to do me a favor. Go to iTunes, yes. to what the quote podcast, subscribe, and then be a kind human and leave a review. <laughs> so that is that is it for this week's episode of What the Quote. Thank you so much, Aisa. Thank you. Absolutely. I'll put her uh, contact information in the, in the show notes. And until next time, be a kind human. And just in case you need, you know, you need to hear this song one more time before we go. Here we go. And with the quote, we create kind humans who speak kindness, show kindness, be a kind human, be a kind human.